Chapter 15 of Chinua Achebe's Things Fall Apart. Obeyrika visits Okonkwo during his second year in exile, and the two men speak with Uchendu. Old Uchendu notes that men in his day had friends in distant clans, while the current generation stays home and is afraid of his next-door neighbor. Obeyrika tells them that the Abame clan has been white clan has been wiped out. A white man appeared in a nearby village. He was not an albino and he was riding an iron horse. When the oracle was consulted, he declared that the man would break their clan and spread destruction among them. The oracle warned that other white men would follow. He called them locusts. Clan members killed the strange white man and tied his iron horse, probably a bicycle, to a tree. Chendu asks what the stranger said. At first, he's told that the white man said nothing. Actually, the stranger did speak, but he wasn't understood. Obeyrika later tells them, some ordinary men like us led three white men to the clan. The white men saw the stranger's bicycle tied to a tree, and they left, returned with reinforcements, and surrounding the market in Abame, they shot everyone there. Uchendu says, never kill a man who says nothing. Those men of Abame were fools. Okonkwo agrees. He says they should have armed themselves and been ready for danger. Obeyrika is afraid. He's heard the stories of the white men killing indiscriminately and taking villagers across the seas as slaves, but he never believed them. As the chapter closes, Okonkwo shows some emotion, although in a subtle fashion. Obeyrika and Okonkwo have a genuine friendship. 
Obirika handles Okonkwo's affairs and insists there's no need for his friend to thank him. Part two continues to mark more change in the novel, with the report that the white man has arrived in Abame and the oracle's prophecy that more will follow. The oracle metaphorically calls the white men locusts. Earlier in chapter seven, the arrival of actual locusts brought joy. But in the structure of the novel, their appearance also foreshadows the arrival of the first missionaries, turning the meaning of locusts and associating them with the paradox of colonialism. The changes the white men bring through education and medicine comes with the rapacious oppression of indigenous people and the eradication of their culture. Achebe's use of locusts to symbolize this destruction also brings to mind the locusts' appearance as one of the ten plagues against Egypt in the book of Exodus. On the cusp of dramatic change to Igbo culture, this chapter also shows the close bonds between Obirika and Okonkwo. Chapter 16 of Chinua Achebe's Things Fall Apart. It's two years later, and Obeyrika returns to Umbanta and reports that missionaries have built a church in Umofia. They've even converted some villagers to Christianity. The elders are displeased, but don't believe the new religion will last. Obeyrika has noticed Noye among the converts, and he wants to tell Okonkwo of his son's activities. But Okonkwo won't discuss his son. So Obeyrika learns from Noye's mother how Noye became intrigued by the missionaries. One white man and six converts came to Umbanta. The white man has a commanding presence and speaks through an interpreter. This ends up being comical because the white man uses the terms my buttocks instead of myself, drawing laughter from the crowd. But the white man also claims that the Igbo gods are heathen gods, pieces of wood and stone. And he goes on to talk about the Holy Trinity, saying there's only one true God. He tells them to turn against their wicked ways and convert. He then promises to bring iron horses to them. Though Okonkwo had been hoping for a fight, he walked away from the missionaries, thinking they were crazy. But Noye was fascinated. The hymn they sang seemed to answer a vague and persistent question that haunted his young soul. Something inside Noye had broken with the killing of Ikemafuna. The new religion provides a relief within his parched soul. Christianity also offers Noye a way to break from his father. Okonkwo is mentioned in this chapter, but he plays no active role in it. The purpose of the chapter is to document Noye's fascination with the missionaries and his conversion to Christianity. His attitudes and beliefs have driven him apart from Okonkwo. After joining the missionaries, when Noye is asked about his father, he replies, "I don't know. He is not my father." Readers see that Noye and Obeyrika share some similarities. Both question the way their society functions. Obeyrika, having a better understanding of the young man than Okonkwo does, encourages his friend to be patient with Noye. But as the novel has repeatedly shown, Okonkwo has no patience. The missionaries have spread just as the locusts did. The first man was a harbinger, like the first swarm of locusts. However, the missionaries can't be killed off and are slowly infiltrating the clan. 
time on the Dr. Beds podcast. Thank you. 